Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. Early on, one of the things that Bob taught me, I mean, maybe first or second conversation early on, we talked about the gift of tears and he said, this is a gift from the Lord. This is the father heart of God. Never be ashamed of your tears. They're beautiful to him and to the Christian community that understands them. (laughs) And he shared about one of his spiritual sons, a beautiful African-American man, Jonathan Tremaine Thomas. And he said he was once at a pastor's meeting and Jonathan Tremaine was there weeping, weeping, weeping. And the other pastors were looking at him sort of like, did he murder someone? You know, kind of what is he really struggling with some form of addiction? What's going on? And so for Bob, though, he recognizes, no, Jonathan Tremaine, JT, has the gift of tears. And so he said, don't worry, JT, I'm going to go and help other people understand this. So he was able to translate, no, this is a burden that the Lord has given him to feel his heart. And he's not weeping because of his personal sin. He's weeping because he's carrying this in intercession for maybe the community, for the world. It's hard to say, but... It's not a problem. It's a gift that the Lord is giving him. And so this is helpful for me because it's helpful for me personally. It's helpful for me to teach about it. But I was at the John and Carol Arnott conference recently. And the last thing that they did was an impartation of of a sort where we were supposed to reach up to heaven and picture ourselves, or at least our hands reaching up and being covered in the anointing that the Lord offers. And I will say, I didn't feel anything physical. It was, I would have loved to have some sense of like hot oil pouring over my hands. That didn't happen. (laughs) That's okay. We each have our own gifts. But what did happen is he, John said, and now find somebody else and share in two or three words what you want the Lord to do. And then pray for one another. Like you have this anointing from the Holy Spirit that is on you. So go and and make the world a better place. Kind of like, now it's time to pray for healing. And I stood there and my both my arms were up and my eyes were closed. And I just started weeping. But not just like I had a few tears running down my face. Like, like wailing. Like a woman who has had her child die. Like wailing. And... There's a, and then I think I started shaking because that happens sometimes when the Holy Spirit comes. It's, um, I mean, we recognize that that happens if people are demonized as well. So <laughs> you need some discernment to be able to know what's happening. But that sense of my body is not actually strong enough to contain what the Lord is doing. We recognize that the soldiers at the entrance of the tomb all fell down. So there's there's precedence. But I was standing there and I was like, Lord. The only words that are coming to mind of what I want are world change. Like, that's what I want. I want world change. (laughs) And that's like, if I have to try to pray with someone over, you know, like my knee started hurting two days ago and it's kind of been bothering me. Like, that is so uh, not on the same level. And I'm embarrassed, like, I'm sort of embarrassed that this is the two words that I'm asking for from the Lord, but it just is what it is. And here is how precious the Lord is. So one of my friends was there at the conference that week and she wasn't able to attend all the time. We weren't sitting together, but she found her way to me and she came and I still didn't know who this was because my eyes were closed. She interlaced her fingers with me and then started praying over me. 
And she knows some of the dreams of my heart. So she was praying with an understanding. Like I didn't need to say to her like, well, kind of awkwardly, the thing I'm really wanting is world change. And she just prayed over me and she was there. And then when it was time for us to switch partners, I was kind of like, I'm sorry, I can't actually even pray. Like I just need to go and shake and cry on the floor. So she was like, oh, be blessed. And I think then she left because I don't think I saw her again that evening. But it was such a moment of connection. And I hadn't realized that I needed someone. There was a part of like, no, no, I've got this. Like just Jesus and me, we're just having a moment here. But like, no, there was actually someone in the flesh who was there to come and share that burden. That is precious, friends. That is precious. Oh, so then later in the evening, just a little bit later, we had done a fire tunnel where you walk through and everybody says fire, fire on you. And then you, when you get to the end of the line, you form the tunnel again. It's <laughs> Anyway, it's a very charismatic thing to do. And when that was finished, I was like, I actually am not done crying. Like there still is, I'm still carrying this. I could kind of put it aside for a little bit for the fire tunnel, but whew, it needs to come out more. And so I went over and I laid under the piano, which was so funny because a day or two before I had felt like I have to be under the piano. And then the next day or a day later, we were practicing giving prophetic words. And a woman said, I see piano keys over you, but I don't think it's for playing. I think it's because the Lord is putting your steps in order. And I was kind of like, are you kidding me? Like I was resting under the piano and she started laughing. She's like, I wanted to be under the piano, but you got there first. So we were having a moment, but anyway, so I'm back under the piano weeping and somebody comes over and I think with a foot just kind of touched my foot, like I am here. And I was on my face, so I couldn't see who it was. And then after a little bit, there was a hand that just rested on my ankle and was just there. Like, I am just here for you. And after a little bit more and my sobs had kind of subsided, I was like, oh, I'm just still so sad. And this person is touching my ankle. I don't even know who they are. But I sat up and moved out from under the piano. And this person had found a chair and was just sitting next to me, or next to my ankles. And so I I put my head on the knee, still didn't know who they were. <laughs> I was kind of like, you're wearing very cute uh, patterned black and white pants. Like, I love this. But just rested my head and, and just kept crying. And she stroked my hair and kind of lifted the hair off the nape of my neck where it had gotten kind of sticky from all the tears, rubbed my back lightly, and just let me cry. She wasn't in a hurry. It was kind of like, I will sit with you as long as you need me here to sit with you and just be a motherly presence in your life. Somebody who is there to help you in the midst of the burden you're bearing. And again, it was so unexpected and so lovely. And one of the things that the Lord had been speaking to me for days, probably actually at that point, it was a couple of months. It's been a couple of months that he's been speaking. This is the need for mothers And how, I mean, I'm assuming mothers and fathers, I don't think it's just mothers, but how there's a lot of us who are happy to teach like, oh, I know things. Yeah, let me share them. (laughs) I have a podcast. I can share them with you. And yet there's not mothers. There's not people who are there to just say, if you're sad, I'm just going to run my hands over your hair and I'm going to rub your back and I'm going to just be here in the midst of your pain, helping to take it to Jesus. So I think the reason I share that is partially to say having companions on the road is really important. 
But also to say, if all you do is when somebody is crying that you go and you sit with them and you rub their hair, (laughs) whatever, maybe that's not quite, you're not rubbing their hair, but you're just like gently running your hands over their hair, just soothing, soothing. That's actually something that is needed in this world. And so Lord, I'm asking that you would bless the mother hearts and the father hearts, Lord, that there would be a generation of your people who are raised up and not discounting the gifts that they carry, or that in a world where there is a need for someone to share burdens, there's a need for someone to come alongside. There's a need for uh, comforting hands that are there. Lord, I pray that you would be with those who who need that, that and that you would be with those who provide it, <laughs> that you would be releasing the gift of saying, this is needed, this is necessary. Bless the people that are around you with your father heart, with your mother heart. Bless them. Oh, Lord Jesus, thank you. We give you praise. Amen.